Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter, and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. A reminder, as temperatures are heating up, you can stay cool in more ways than one with a Great Detectives of Old Time Radio t-shirt. We have three different designs. We have our regular Great Detectives of Old Time Radio t-shirt design over at t-shirt.greatdetectives.net. We have our Yours Truly Johnny Dollar Anniversary shirt over at yourstruly.greatdetectives.net. And we also have the Joe Friday Never Said Just the Fact Ma'am t-shirt over at friday.greatdetectives.net. We have the t-shirts available in different colors as well as a couple different styles. Uh, If you want to really, again, look cool this summer, get yours today. But now let's get into this week's episode of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, the original air date, December the 15th, 1953, and the title is The Milk and Honey Matter. Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum, the refreshing, delicious treat that gives you chewing enjoyment, presents for your listening enjoyment, John Lund as... Johnny Dollar. Mitchell, Johnny. What do you know about the land of milk and honey? Oh, at 4.30 in the morning... The sun's been up for three hours in Beirut, Lebanon, and it's shining brightly on a happy man by the name of Brett Cunningham on a shipwrecked yacht. Insured by you? Uh-huh. How much is Cunningham happy about? $90,000. Well, I don't blame him. Good night, Mitch. The yacht went down in calm weather on a smooth sea, Johnny. Johnny? Well, I've always wondered what milk and honey taste like. The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum bring you John Lund in another adventure of the man with the action-packed expense account, America's fabulous freelance insurance investigator. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Friends, the makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum present these weekly adventures of Johnny Dollar because they know that millions of you enjoy Johnny Dollar. That's true of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum, too. It's enjoyed by millions, day in and day out. People find that chewing on a smooth, delicious piece of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum somehow makes time pass more pleasantly. Whether you're working, driving, shopping, or just taking things easy, that good, tasty chewing gives you enjoyment and satisfaction. So always keep a package of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum handy. And whenever you want a refreshing, delicious treat... Chew a stick. You'll like it. Expense account submitted by Special Investigator Johnny Dollar to Home Office, Eastern Indemnity and Insurance Company, Hartford, Connecticut. The following is an accounting of expenditures during my investigation of the milk and honey matter. Expense account item one, $666.45. Airfare and incidentals between Hartford and Beirut, Lebanon. Quite a fabulous land, this one of Lebanon, where ancient mosques and biblical ruins stand hand in hand with the most ultra-modern hotels. 
and quite a fabulous character, this Brett Cunningham. I located him exactly 35 minutes after checking in at the St. George Hotel. He was just where everyone I questioned said he'd be. At the Esuaita, a swank gambling casino just outside of town on the Beirut-Damascus Highway. He was standing at one of the wheels, all six foot four of them, face flushed and grinning, surrounded by stacks of chips and a young svelte brunette who clung to him with one hand and a champagne cocktail with the other. Faites vos jeux, mesdames et messieurs. Faites vos jeux, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Please say we tried 13 again, honey. <laughs> that would be real George, <laughs> Real George. <laughs> okay, baby, 13 it is. Are you Brett Cunningham? Uh-huh. Okay, Charlie, let her spin. Bien ne va plus. My name Bien is Johnny Dollar. Plus, uh-huh. I'd like to talk to you for a minute, Cunningham. Yeah, some other time. It's pretty important. Yeah, well, don't spin her so hard the next time, Charlie. It takes too long to get action for my money. You are <laughs> American, no, mister? That's right. Nadia thinks you are real, George, Mr. American. <laughs> well, thanks a lot. It's about that yacht of yours, Cunningham. Insurance? Yeah. I figured Hey, how about that? Oh. Stack them up for me, Charlie. We miss you. It's going to be a big night, baby. A big night. Oh, we Brett. Real George. <laughs> Real George. <laughs> about that yacht. You got my check with you, Dollar? That comes later. Uh, what comes now? Some routine questions. Such as? Such as, how come your yacht went down in a smooth sea in calm weather? Oh, worried about a fraudulent claim? Are you? <laughs> hey, put these on double O, Charlie. <laughs> well, Mr. Cunningham? Eh? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, she hit a derelict, stove in the bow, went down in less than three minutes. Just like that. Why not? I don't know. <laughs> but maybe you'd like to find out, huh? Well, no harm trying. Oh, sure. You do that, Dollar. You'll find me right here when you're ready to pay off. <laughs> Expense account item two, $7.50. Cab fare to the casino and back to the harbor in Beirut. Obviously, I was getting nowhere trying to compete with a wind streak and the sultry Nadja for Brett Cunningham's attention. But I figured I might do better with the man who'd sent in the official report on the sinking of Cunningham's yacht, Port Commissioner Floro. I found Commissioner Floro on the second floor of a baked clay office building which was surrounded by bales of drying sheepskins and casks of olive oil and dates. A wheezing electric fan fought a losing battle with the overpowering heat, but it did succeed in spreading the odors around to maximum effect. I regret that you have been welcomed by this unseasonable heat wave, Monsieur Dolan. It's a very unusual weather for Beirut at this season of the year. I'll overlook the weather, Commissioner, in exchange for some information. Or you have not read my official report on the sinking of Monsieur Cunningham's yacht? I read it, yes. Ah, then it is not explicit enough for your purposes? Well, I'm not sure. Would you mind running over the highlights for me again? No, not at all. At approximately 10.23, the evening of the 28th of November, Monsieur Cunningham's yacht, the Happy Times, struck a submerged derelict some 200 meters off the coast of Lebanon. It went down within three minutes' time. There's no question about that being the cause of the sinking? We have a sworn affidavit to that effect, signed by Monsieur Cunningham and one sailor out of the crew of eight who survived the sinking with him. No other witnesses? None. 
Anything else to back up their statement? A Lebanese gunboat proceeded to the scene the next day. It found considerable floating debris, such as deck chairs, life preservers, and a large pool of oil. Uh-huh. Also, it located the derelict, which was reportedly responsible for the accident, and destroyed it with gunfire. No sign of the yard itself? Sounding equipment located it resting on the bottom in some 70 fathoms of water. Where was Cunningham going when he hit that derelict? Oh, he was en route from Istanbul, Turkey, to Beirut. Pleasure trip? Uh, oui. What about Cunningham himself? Oh, he has visited Beirut uh, several times during the past year. Apparently wealthy, his source of income is unknown to us. He devotes much of his time to gambling while here. Any uh, business associates? Friends? Oh, only the croupiers. And that girl, Nadja? Oh, well, there are many like her here in Beirut. With Monsieur Cunningham, it is a different one each visit. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for your trouble, Commissioner. Well, you're quite queer, Monsieur Dollar. Uh, however, I have the feeling you are not entirely satisfied with the results of this interview. It was a clear moonlit night, Commissioner. A calm sea. There must have been lifeboats aboard. That is correct. I was just wondering why only two survivors out of a crew of eight... Do you find this a disturbing factor, monsieur? Don't you? Yeah, my duty ends with the factual reporting of what has occurred, monsieur Delau. So does mine. Before I left him, Commissioner Floro gave me the name and the address of the sailor who'd survived the sinking. I found him deep in the native quarter, behind the bazaars, on a narrow, twisting street, black with shadows, that was called El Ekbad. It is to be regrettable, Effendi. It is to be most regrettable. What is? My sweethearts, Effendi. They are so delicate, so so sensitive. It is their feeding time. Interruptions disturb them. You understand. You're talking about those birds in there? My sweethearts, Effendi. My lovely feathered darlings. They are so sensitive. I cannot talk now. You understand. You will excuse, please. Now, just a minute. You're Casimir Andescu? It is so, Effendi. My name is Dollar, insurance investigator. I'd like to ask you a few questions about the sinking of Brett Cunningham's yacht. But what is there that Casimir Andescu, a humble sailor, could tell you about that, Effendi? That's what I'd like to find out. Very well. Come in, if you please. Here, Effendi, please to be seated on the chapeau, if it does not offend you by its humbleness. Well, it'll do fine. Now, and now, if you do not mind, I will feed the hearts of my heart while we talk. They are so hungry, poor things, and they're so sensitive. Oh, go right ahead. I have collected them from all over the world, Effendi. My favorites, such as Fatima here, I take with me on all my voyages. I'm interested in your last voyage. What happened? Ah, it was so unfortunate, Effendi. It was about 10 o'clock on the night on the 28th of November, some 200 meters off the shore of Lebanon. The Archie struck a derelict and went down in less than three minutes. So unfortunate. Now tell me what really happened. Effendi. I've sworn to this information before the commissioner of the port. I read the report. I don't have to believe it. 
Dear Krishna, beloved of all beloveds, for you, my sweetest one. Well, Mr. Andesco? Effendi, I am but a poor man. How much? You understand, it is not for myself that I ask, Effendi. It is for these poor ones here. How much? Andesco is a reasonable man. He will ask only for the 10% of the claim. $9,000. Oh, I couldn't ask anyone to be that reasonable. Is it, uh, uh, 6000 perhaps? 500 Effendi, my ancestors would shun me in paradise. Well, that'd show pretty good taste. 500 Oh, it is most regrettable, Effendi, but Andescu can tell you nothing. Okay. It is not that I am mercenary, Effendi. So far as money is concerned, I, I would not ask one dinar for myself. You you understand what I am saying, Effendi? Oh, sure. It's strictly for the birds. Expense account item three, $27.50. A radiogram to Intelligence Division, Turkish Police in Istanbul. Expense account item four, $3.50. Cab fare out to the S. Suido Casino. The return trip being occasioned by a phone call just as I was climbing into bed for the night. Johnny Dollar. Brett Cunningham, Dollar. Oh, what's on your mind, Cunningham? That check for 90 grand. Well, you sound anxious. Your wind streak peter out? No, no, I'm still doing all right. But you've just hit all over the board. Being cryptic doesn't suit your personality. How about honesty? I'll be happy to read any character references in the morning. Wouldn't you rather read my signature on a quit claim to that insurance tonight? You don't sound as though you'd been drinking. I haven't. Well, why the sudden change of attitude? Are you interested in analyzing me or in that quit claim? Where are you? At the casino. I'll be right there. Friends, here's a suggestion that'll add to your family's fun and enjoyment on Christmas. While you're doing the rest of your Christmas shopping, get some packages of healthful, delicious Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum. Hang glistening packages of Wrigley's Spearmint on your tree. They're white, red, and green, real holiday colors, and they'll give your tree an added attractive touch of color and cheer. Slip a few packages of Wrigley's Spearmint Gum into Christmas stockings. They'll delight the children. Remember, too, Wrigley Spearmint Gum is a wholesome, refreshing treat for your family to enjoy after those big holiday meals. So for extra holiday enjoyment that costs very little, get a supply of Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum. Healthful, refreshing, delicious. And now with our star, John Lund, we bring you the second act of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. I was, I was stopped at the edge of the casino parking area by an efficient-looking Lebanese police sergeant. Over his shoulder, I could see portable floodlights a rope-back crowd, 
a twisted heap of metal that was once an automobile, and the slim, dapper figure of Port Commissioner Floreau. I managed to catch Floreau's eye, and he waved me inside the rope and passed the guard. May I ask why you have returned here to the casino at this hour, Monsieur Dollar? Well, I'm not a gambling man, Commissioner. It was to see Monsieur Cunningham, then. That's a reasonable guess. You have arrived too late, Monsieur. Is that Cunningham's car? Oui. Explosive wire to the starter. As you can see, his death must have been practically instantaneous. Yeah. Efficient, if not neat. Oui. Why did you wish to see Monsieur Cunningham at this hour? He called me. He said he was ready to sign a release on his insurance claim. Oh, and why should he do that? I don't know. And this won't help to clarify it any. For the next three quarters of an hour, Commissioner Floro conducted a crisp, thorough investigation and came up with nothing. One of the police sergeants drove me back to my hotel. Nadja was waiting for me in the lobby. Hello, Mr. Dollar. Well, hello, Nadja. I see uh, you're not wearing mourning. <laughs> you know you're real cute, Mr. Dollar. Nadja like you. Nadja liked Brett Cunningham, too. Oh, sure. Brett, he was real George. Only now Brett is real dead. So now Nadja liked Mr. Dollar. Oh, sure. Only Nadja likes something better than both of you. Well, now, that couldn't possibly be money, could it? <laughs> you're so funny, Mr. Dollar. But of course it is money. $90,000, American. Did Cunningham promise you that insurance money? Oh, yes. Oh, you're too smart to have fallen for a line like that. And you must know that now, if the claim proves valid, it goes to Cunningham's heirs. Sure. That is where Nadia comes in. He named you in his will? No. He married me. Nadia is Mrs. Brett Cunningham. <laughs> is that not real crazy, Mr. Dollar? <laughs> After Nadja dropped her little bombshell and took her giggling departure, I checked with Commissioner Floro, who in turn checked with the Public Records Administration. Brett Cunningham and Nadja had been married the evening before in the manager's office at the Esawido Casino. Expense account item six, $17.25. Radio phone call to Istanbul, Turkey. I spoke with Chief Inspector Debrighi. Thousand pounds, Mr. Dollar, for not having replied to your radiogram before this. But we have been having some difficulty in obtaining the information you request. Well, that happens, Inspector. What have you run into? We know that Mr. Cunningham's yacht, the Happy Time, sailed from Istanbul on the afternoon of the 24th November bound for Beirut. Our trouble has been with this motor schooner, the El Hussein. The El Hussein? What's that? A ship of Lebanese registry, 400 tons, launched in 1923. It was being towed by Mr. Cunningham's yacht. Who is the registered owner, Inspector? That is what has taken the time, Mr. Dollar. We have no record of him in our files. We've been unable to learn anything about him. His name is Casimir Andescu. A quick run over to the native quarter verified what I was already pretty sure of. Andescu had flown with his birds of a feather. Expense account item six, $55 for the rental of a motor launch, equipped with skipper, hand winch, a hundred fathoms of good steel chain, and a number of grappling hooks. We sailed out of Beirut Harbor and headed northward up the coast of Lebanon.
Some four hours and 35 boring minutes later, the boatman roused me from the sun-induced doze. There, Fendi, upon the shore. That is the ruined tower which you seek. That's Commissioner Floro's description, all right. And uh, now, Fendi? We'll do some fishing. I dropped about 70 fathoms of chain overboard with grappling hooks attached, and we began trolling slowly back and forth some 200 meters offshore. Approximately two hours before sundown, we got our first bites. We have hooked something, Effendi. Well, it's about time. Let's see what it is. Suddenly, someone objected to our finishing the job. The shooting, Effendi. It is coming from the shore. From that ruined tower, I think. Come on, let's get out of here. Yeah, it's me, Commissioner. I had expected you back hours ago. I was beginning to be concerned that something had happened to you. It almost did. I will tie up the thing. Okay. Watch it. Ah, did you have any success on your search, Monsieur Delar? Well, that's a matter of definition. I've acquired a bad case of sunburn, a healthy respect for Tommy guns. Pardon? And this. That? What is it, monsieur? Well, it looks like part of the transom of a lifeboat. Care to look at the name on it? Monsieur? Hmm. I couldn't make happy times out of it either. El Hussein? Eh bien, what do you think now, monsieur Dollar? I think I'd better get some sunburn lotion. You, Mr. Dollar. Oh, what has happened to your face? It looks so funny. I was hoping you'd skip the compliments and invite me in. Oh, sure, Johnny. Thanks. You come here now to pay Naja the check, Johnny? I'm going to do something better than that. <laughs> You're real crazy, Johnny. Naja likes you. How well do you like Casimir Andescu? Him? He's a nothing. Why do we talk about him? Well, if we don't, somebody might get the idea that you're guilty of fraud and murder. Johnny. Now you're not being real crazy anymore. Not you didn't do these things, you say? Somebody murdered her husband, Brett Cunningham. Oh, sure, but not you didn't do this. And somebody tried to defraud an insurance company out of $90,000 by sinking an ancient wreck called the El Hussein instead of a yacht. Oh, Johnny. Then you know about this. And now Nadia will not get the money? That's the general idea. That is not nice, Johnny. Why should you tell anyone? If Nadia gets the money, she would give you half. That would be real, George, no? You're missing a point somewhere, Nadia. Or didn't you know that you can't spend money in prison? If Nadia tells you about Casimir and then she does not have to go? That depends on what she tells me. Oh. Nadia will tell you the truth. 
Oh, that'll be refreshing. You see, my Brett, he was gambling in Istanbul. He lose much money to Casimir and Eskew. Fifteen thousand dollars. And he cannot pay. Casimir does not like this. Oh, I don't blame him. That's a lot of money for a sailor not to collect. Johnny, Casimir is no sailor. He's a big gambler, big smuggler, a real businessman. My apologies to Casimir. Anyway, for Brett to pay off, Casimir tell him what to do about the boat, and they will make the 50-50 on insurance. That was good sense, no? Let's not stop to discuss ethics at this point, shall we? Well, anyway, afterwards, Brett comes here. He gamble and win big. So you want to pay Casimir back what he owes from Istanbul. Brett figured he could collect all the insurance himself, then. Oui. It was smart of him, no? Oh, sure. But Casimir say no. And Brett get angry. And that's when he pulled his dog in the manger bit. What, Johnny? He told Casimir that if he couldn't have it all, he'd see that Casimir didn't have any. So he phoned me to call the whole thing off. Just a bluff to scare Casimir into giving him a better deal. Oui. Only Casimir, he got angry too. And wired Brett's car for him. Oui. Where's Casimir now? I think he's with the yacht, Johnny. And where is that? Up north, just this side of Tripoli, there's a small fishing village. Kabadi. Maybe you find him there. Maybe. It's some 80 kilometers up the coast road from Beirut to Kabadi. Commissioner Floro's car made it in slightly less than an hour. It took some 40 minutes longer to make a few discreet inquiries and to locate the yacht in a well-concealed inlet. Even in the dark, the hasty remodeling work was apparent. A dummy stack, paint job, some false superstructure work. She couldn't have looked much like the trim yacht that had departed Istanbul a week or so ago. And even in the pitch dark below decks, it wasn't too tough to tell where Casimir Andescu was keeping himself. Please, Effendi, I regret, but that is far enough. We want to talk with you, Andescu. Uh, that is so regrettable, Effendi. But it is night and sleep time for my sweethearts. They are, they, are, they are so sensitive. To have their slumber disturbed would upset them for days. You weren't that considerate about Brett Cunningham. Brett? Oh, oh that one. A man of immoral stature, Effendi, without honesty or scruple. To, to such a one, the fate which befell him was most just. You've pulled a few fast shuffles in your time, too. Hey, Effendi, you are attempting to approach me, please. Please, I should dislike very much to disturb my beloved with the sound of uh, firearms. You have no idea how objectionable the noise is to Fatima and the others. You weren't so particular about the noise you made with that Tommy gun. Ah, oh, yes. A regrettable incident. Unfortunately, the heat refraction upon the water disturbed my aim. Obviously, your fishing expedition was successful. Successful enough to provide grounds for your arrest on charges of fraud and murder, Monsieur Andescu. Uh, yeah, that, that is most regrettable, Capendi. I must ask you to drop whatever weapons you have and return to Beirut in my custody. Oh, but, but you must understand that I, I cannot do that, Effendi. I simply cannot do that. There would be no one left to care for my sweetheart. Watch it, Floro! Oh, 
Floro? I'm all right, Mr. Dillon. Shine your light into that corner. Oh. And this fish should not have attempted to battle his way out, Dollar. It was the wrong thing for him to do. He was right about one thing, though. Oh? Those birds did object to the noise. Expense account item seven, seven hundred and three dollars. Airfare and incidentals from Beirut, Lebanon, back to Hartford. Expense account total, $1,480.20. Incidental remarks, I'd still like to know what milk and honey taste like. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar. Friends, we want to remind you that it's a good idea to have plenty of healthful, delicious Wrigley's Spearmint in your home for the holidays. Hang some glistening packages of Wrigley's Spearmint on your Christmas tree. It'll give your tree an extra touch of color and good cheer. Give the children an added treat by putting a few packs of Wrigley's Spearmint in their Christmas stockings. And have some to pass around to everyone during family get-togethers. Remember, too, Wrigley's Spearmint Gum is an ideal treat to top off hearty holiday meals because chewing Wrigley's Spearmint freshens the taste, sweetens the breath, and aids digestion. So get some packages of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum for happy holidays. Remember, that's Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum. Healthful, refreshing, delicious. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar, brought to you by Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum, stars John Lund in the title role and was written by Sidney Marshall with music by Eddie Dunstetter. Featured in tonight's cast were Don Diamond, Ramsey Hill, Hal March, Lillian Bieff, Ben Wright, and Jay Novello. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar, is produced and directed by Jaime Del Valle. <laughs> The makers of Wrigley's Spearmint Chewing Gum hope you enjoyed tonight's story of Johnny Dollar and that you're enjoying delicious Wrigley's Spearmint Gum every day. This is Charles Lyon inviting you to join us again next week at the same time when from Hollywood, John Lund returns as yours truly, Johnny Dollar. This is the CBS Radio Network. Welcome back. As a rule, if you're going to be cryptic with someone on the phone, don't do it at 4 a.m. in the morning. And if you call me up at 4 a.m. in the morning, and I call you on it, and you tell me, well, it's 1 o'clock in Lebanon, I'm hanging up the phone, sorry. I guess you could get away with that if you were, you know, in a powerful enough position. And Johnny has got to maintain good relations with the insurance company. So you put up with the very eccentric 
uh, agent. I did love the line where... And Desku's like, my ancestors would not associate with me in paradise if I took that deal. And Johnny's response, you know, that that would show good taste. Such a perfect uh, little put down there. Uh, and also some really good sound effects work. You could definitely tell, you know, the level in some scenes where they work to, you know, have Johnny questioning the witnesses while they went about uh, their normal activities. It was almost Dragnet-esque. In terms of the mystery, I thought it was okay. I will admit that Endescu really was obvious in a couple ways. First of all, it did seem to me weird that if he is, you know, supposed to be a sailor, that he really was acting like, uh, you know, you know, keeping all of these birds and pampering them isn't something that you would typically associate with, you know, your average sailor. Plus his statement about taking the birds with him on his voyages, you know, that, you know, right there added additional suspicion because, you know, if you had time to get the birds off, kind of uh, cast doubt in terms of the sudden sinking and the loss of several crewmen on board. Nadja was also kind of hard to get a read on. But other than that, it was an interesting case. I thought, you know, it was a, you know, a good twist where, you know, he's ready to essentially uh, renounce the insurance before the break, and we arrived to after the break to find him dead. So that was a little jarring, but I think in a way that kept the audience interested. So listener comments and feedback, and we've got one off the Spreaker app, and Loxic just left a nice uh, good work comment. So that's definitely appreciated. Now let's go ahead and thank our Patreon supporter of the day. Thank you to Alex, Patreon supporter since August 2020, currently supporting the program at the rookie level of $2 or more per month. Again, thanks so much for the support, Alex. And that will do it for today. If you are enjoying this podcast, please rate and review it wherever you download your podcast from. And you can also leave reviews for the podcast on Facebook and also over on Podchaser. Appreciate everyone who takes the time to help the program grow. We will be back next Friday with another episode of Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar. Coming up tomorrow, join us as we head out with Jace Pearson on Tales of the Texas Rangers, where... Box lid is almost clear, Jace. All right, Steve, hold it. See if we can get the top off now. Want to flash that light down here, Doc? Oh, yeah, sure, Jace. Mrs. Wendell. Yes? Maybe you better go wait in the car, ma'am. No, I'm all right. She'll have to identify the body anyhow, Jace. I guess you're right. All right, Steve, let's get the cover off. Right. Yeah, that's got it. Just lift it up over the edge of the hole. Yeah. Uh, the body's completely covered with a sheet. Yeah. We'll lift it out to you. I got this in. All right, lift. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can get a hold now. Yeah, I'll help you. All right, that does it. Boost me, Jason. I'll pull you up. Right. All right, now grab my wrist. Got it. Hey, we'll have to replace the cover and shovel the gravy in again. We can do that as soon as Mrs. Wendell identifies the body. I hate to ask you like this, ma'am. It's all right. 
I know he's dead. What can it matter? Uh, Jace, you got a pocket knife? Have to slit this sheet. Yeah, here, Doc. Yeah. Well, Mrs. Wendell? Yes. <laughs> Don't look anymore, man. You better take it to the car, Steve. Come on, man. There's nothing more you can do. Just a sheet on him. Didn't even bury him with his clothes. Yeah, it wasn't even embalmed. There's something strange here, Jace. Yeah. Have me roll the body over. Pull that sheet down further. Sure. No marks in the head and the chest. Uh, here. Here's what we're looking for. Yeah. This man was shot, all right. Shot in the back. I hope you'll be with us then. In the meantime, do send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and check us out on Instagram, instagram.com slash greatdetectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.